Today, I'm going to be talking about my biggest regret of 2022 in terms of business and life, and they fit hand in hand. This one is a really vulnerable podcast episode. I have been diving deep into these topics and making sure that I'm completely transparent, raw, real. (laughs) I want to show you the real deal behind entrepreneurship and motherhood, and there's no sugarcoating it. So let's dive in. This one's going to be a good one. Welcome back to season three of Ambitious and Caffeinated. This entire season is dedicated to helping you unlock the next version of you, the next version of motherhood, business, and life. We cover all the things here. I'll be showing you my magnetic marketing strategy that allows you to become wildly in demand through building an aligned audience. I also want to cover how you can be a present mom and build the life of your dreams while also being a profitable CEO. They can coexist. I'm going to be teaching you how to outsource, make investments, and talk about structure, strategy, and support to help you up-level into that next version of yourself in motherhood, business, and life. I am so grateful that you're listening. I should probably introduce myself. My name is Adrian. I'm the host here. I'm a stay-at-home mom to four kiddos. I live in beautiful Alberta, Canada, and I have a gorgeous golden retriever named Gracie. My purpose here on the podcast and over on my Instagram at ambitiousandcaffeinated and on my blog at ambitiousandcaffeinated.com is to help multi-passionate women build profitable online businesses without hustling. I went from struggling side hustle freelancer to multiple six-figure CEO in less than a year, and I can't wait to show you the behind the scenes of how I made that happen. Let's dive into the episode. There is a couple really good regret quotes that I decided to pull up. The first one is, what is your biggest regret? And then they replied, that I've said no to too many good things in life just because I wasn't sure of them. And there was another one where I, it really touched my heart and I wanted to share this because it it really shows like that bitterness and those ugly emotions that we don't want to own. This quote just captures it so perfectly. Guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, and all forms of non-forgiveness are caused by too much past and not enough present. And, oh my gosh, this just like fits so perfectly in. Um, My biggest regret of 2022 was I was always constantly chasing the next big thing. I was always incredibly grateful I am and was incredibly grateful for what I had, but I wasn't present in it. And I always struggled with feeling inadequate. It's like that feeling of not enoughness. I felt like I wasn't a big enough business owner. I wasn't a good enough mom or a good enough friend. I really recognized that I had some perfectionist tendencies that allowed me to have the joy taken away from me, literally from myself, if that makes sense. So no one else was coming in and sabotaging anything. Ah, that's debatable. I've talked about what's happened um, in terms of trolls and how much I've learned in 2022. And, um, <laughs> but I actually wrote this down. I suppose you could tie in that the rumors and lack of community I had in my hometown and just all of the chatter and all of the people around me, like it was the people, there was a couple people in my hometown who were doing the troll accounts um, on different social media platforms. And I feel like people that I, 
people who were so kind to my face and doing the things and saying the things that were happening really validated those thoughts of being inadequate and it really sunk me deep because I felt like a fraud when I know damn well that I was not. Moving out of my hometown was a really beautiful experience that brought me a lot of peace. I will forever miss how gorgeous the house was, <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that there was no peace in that community. And like I said, I was always constantly chasing the next big thing. Um, after a 5k month, I was already chasing the 10k month. After the 10k month, I was chasing, chasing the 15k month. After a $20,000 launch that I should have, that I am incredibly grateful for, um, I was on to the 50k launch. And I did not stop and acknowledge that I was enough and I did not stop and acknowledge that where I was was okay. I was always chasing the next big thing and before I knew it, I had built a multiple six-figure business. I was at the time, like this is why I advocate so hard. <laughs> You're going to hear my kids in the background. This is motherhood. Um, you will hear me talk about how important it is to not hustle because of burnout, because of ensuring that we're honoring our bodies and our kids and making sure that we have sustainable success, right? Um, I felt like I was chasing things so hard. I didn't even get to stop and smell the roses and enjoy the process because you know what they say, like happiness isn't a destination, it's the journey. And I feel like I almost robbed myself of this beautiful experience. Don't get me wrong. Like I am so, like I, I loved everything that I learned, but I feel like it would have been more enjoyable if I was just present. That being said, my drive for the next level has definitely supported my business growth. Um, not only did I hit a $20,000 launch once, I've done it three times and then also had a $50,000 launch. My first $20,000 launch was in a week and my first $50,000 was in a weekend. And I'm so grateful, so grateful for that. And I was doing that as a solopreneur. So like there was no one else in my business at the time. Now having, I'm really interested. I, my next goal is to cross the six figure launch mark in less than a week. So I'll stay updated, stay tuned <laughs> because I would love to share the behind the scenes of that. Um, but I created a fucking empire and I lacked excitement and I wasn't even proud of myself because I didn't even recognize that's what I built because I was so focused on going to the next level. And when it comes to friendships, like I'm always trying my hardest to over deliver and I stress myself out all the time when it comes to friends. I have the worst time creating relationships, not because I can't connect with people and not because of literally any, like I'm just so socially awkward and I want to over deliver in my friendships and I don't even know how to do that. And <laughs> so for me, um, I'm constantly trying to be better when really what would serve me is being present. And it's the same with being a mom. Like I always want to over deliver with my kids. I'm not a perfect mom by any means, but I'm always trying to make sure that they have all of these incredible opportunities. And we love to stay busy. I mean, we're a homeschooling family. We like to get out of the house so we don't have cabin fever. We like to get out of the house and, you know, chat with friends, do different experiences, try new, I don't even know, like in different indoor playgrounds, go to different um, like learning activities. But what would also serve me more is being more present. Sometimes all kids want is for you to sit down and play with them for 10 minutes uninterrupted, playing with their cars, Barbies, 
horses, whatever it may be. And I'm just really realizing that my biggest regret of 2022, because I think it's important to do reflection, is being present. And like I said, always chasing the next big thing because I want to be able to, number one, in my business, serve more people, impact more people. And creating income is just a beautiful piece of that. And I was talking in my training uh, on, I think it was in Become a Passive Course Queen, or it was in my mastermind, like the pre-warm up for the mastermind um, that I have going on. But I was talking about how but I'm aiming for a million dollar year. And I know to some, they're like, WTF, that sounds crazy. Like, why do you need a million dollars? And like, they're so, it's so two-sided. Like people are very polarized. They're like, yes, let's get it, queen. Like, I cannot wait to see. And other people are rolling their eyes and always making comments. But what I was telling the women in these groups, because a lot of women come in with money mindset issues. Although I love to teach strategy, structure, systems, and different tips and tricks on how to get to your goals, I think mindset is important because if you don't believe something's possible, if you have never experienced it, there's a couple things that are going to happen. Number one, you're going to self-sabotage because you're not going to trust the process because your nervous system will, will get freaked the F out and be like, I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm just going to freak us out to the point where we just stay safe. We're going to play small. We're not going to hit our goal. We're not going to implement a strategy that means visibility and we're going to stay small. It's going to keep us safe and it's going to be thumbs up when in reality, that's not what you want and that's not your goal. What mindset work does is it allows you to see things differently. Part, I have a whole nother episode coming out on are you capable of becoming a multiple six-figure CEO? Are you ready to see things differently? Are you ready to be guided and mentored and actually start trusting yourself? Are you ready to stand up every single time you fall? Are you ready to build trust with yourself to make decisions that will expand, accelerate, and transition and transform your business? And to just go on this tangent, entrepreneurship is not a walk in the park if you don't have support, if you're doing it alone. So support with the kids, a virtual assistant, system support, like really anything in life and business, even having someone helping you with cleaning, groceries, meal, meal prepping. Um, if you're exclusively learning through trial and error, um, that is really time consuming. I mean, I've learned my best lessons doing it like this, but it's incredibly time consuming. Um, if you lack vision and capability of understanding what your next steps are to get to that goal while remaining grateful for where you're at. Like there's so many different things that I'm covering in that podcast episode. So definitely go take a peek. Um, but I should circle back into the whole reason why I started this podcast episode was to remind you to look at everything that you've created and accomplished. And instead of focusing on this big goal that we have, which I mean, like, don't get me wrong, is so beautiful and so incredible. Um, But let's just take a second to thank ourselves for getting this far. Thank ourselves for being enough. Thank ourselves for trying new things. Thank ourselves for making those changes and pivots that felt really hard and we did it anyway. Thank ourselves for creating that offer that you've always wanted to have and start marketing it even if you were scared to do so. I want you to thank yourself for hiring any support in your life or business that made things easier because that can be a really big step, especially if you're anything like me and want to be hyper independent. It's really hard to ask for help and it's really hard to hire out support. And it's even more crushing when said support 
isn't showing up in the way that you expected or agreed on. I want you to take the time to reflect on, I don't care if you're not an entrepreneur, reflect in your personal life. There's so much to be grateful for. And I think that if we just took more time recognizing our growth and the consistent effort that we're putting in and how beautiful things are right now, we would be in such a different state. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I have really had to take the time to be grateful for everything that I've accomplished and look back and be proud of myself and to keep going. I think it's just such a testimony to make sure that we are being taken care of and it goes back to my statement of not hustling being proud of yourself making sure the the actual success you're creating is sustainable and doing consistent reflections i think i would have saved myself a lot of burnout if i was able to be very transparent with myself and very honest and be like look this is what's not working this is what is working and having a voice one thing that i've been learning is boundaries boundaries have truly saved so much and helped sustain so much is probably what I should have said um but having boundaries with myself in terms of like how do I want to live my life how do I want my life to feel how do I want my kids to feel around me and more importantly setting boundaries with my clients because I want to highly support my clients so much and one thing that I've learned is working with one-on-one clients like I've been too lenient and I have been too flexible like when Instead of following through completely with one package and we see an issue, we will transition into maybe service-based. They originally signed on with coaching and you could see that there were so many problems within their, um, with them completing things. I was like, oh my gosh, why don't we just transition and I'm more hands-on in your business. And then there's just lack of communication and I feel like I'm over-delivering for the price point that we're at. And then it, it kind of turns messy because it's not the client's fault. This is just something I, I learned in the spring of 2022. Being flexible and being open to transitioning our package was something that I was really proud about. I was like, you know what? I'm able to serve you in a way that I'm actually thinking is more beneficial for you, etc., etc. But for the price point of our container, it did not make sense. Like I was doing service-based stuff that I would was other clients were paying me double the amount, and I felt like it was disrespecting other clients' investment into me, and it was just a difficult situation to navigate. And so for me, really learning that although I have a big heart and I want to help everyone, boundaries around like contracts, deliverables, and what we originally signed up for is really important. And I think as a business owner, having flexibility is great. This is just a super basic example. Um, But then going through these situations, I learned a lot and I'm so grateful. Like I've worked with the most beautiful women I know, Um, like beautiful inside and out. But boundaries would have allowed me to feel more calm. It would have allowed me to feel more present. Hi, buddy. And it would have allowed me to enjoy the season where I was at without having to stress because I know that I created, this is just lessons of a business owner. I was, I'm always trying to hyper over deliver and make sure that my clients are insanely happy. And I take that on so personally. And if I was able to just, I've now mastered this and I'm so grateful for all these lessons because I feel like it makes me a better leader and it makes me a better business owner because I learned these things firsthand. I think it's so different. If you took a course on this stuff, you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. I understand. And then when you experience it, you're like, oh, this makes so much more sense. But being able to be very clear about the packages 
deliverables that there isn't switching midway through into a different package which by the way i was like so gung-ho for and optimistic um because i just wanted my clients to feel served and feel happy and i take it on so personally but this is the thing like always chasing the next big thing the next big thing sometimes was someone's happiness which i don't have control over and that was a really big lesson i had to learn that was almost a year that was not quite a year ago now but i'm grateful for that lesson i'm grateful for all my clients who just supported and loved every aspect of my business but that being said like having boundaries in place absolutely would have allowed me to feel more present and adequate in my business and same in my personal life I remember so often feeling like I wasn't being respected and that's a in my personal life and that is a really hard feeling to overcome and to process forgiveness when things aren't being addressed because in certain situations i i personally am not a confrontational person but there are instances where you have to be confrontational and just running a business a big business it happens um but that being said i remember in my personal life feeling disrespected and it was a really hard process to learn how to forgive those who aren't even aware and maybe in a situation where addressing it actually will cause severe problems and so there was just there was a lot and if I had just more firm boundaries in all areas of my life I think it would have just served me better so I know that you probably are listening to this and you're like this really doesn't have a lot to do with marketing or business structure and I think it's just another testimony to the fact that you can be multi-passionate and talk about the things that are truest to you and it's okay (laughs) It's not going to fuck up your business. It's not going to fuck up the structure. (laughs) Those who want to work with you are going to want to work with you more because they see your heart. They see your struggles. They see that you're human. They resonate with you deeper. And I think it's important, like being vulnerable in the right containers and at the right time is crucial. If I had made this podcast episode like eight months ago, I think this would have been too close to my heart and actually any criticism or feedback would have damaged me further. But I'm at this point where I'm like, I-D-G-A-F. I do not care. I do not give a fuck. I do not care. And as you can tell, like in the different seasons of podcasts, like I feel like I grow with each season. And as a business owner, I just have learned to care less about what other people are thinking about me unless they're like a client, unless they're a, a good friend, unless they're someone who I genuinely, genuinely appreciate and care about their opinion. And that might sound harsh, but I had grown my TikTok to over 40,000. And that was, oh my goodness, the amount of criticism, trolls, and just feedback I from that platform specifically, it, it grew a tougher skin on me. I'm not grateful for the experience, but I'm grateful for the outcome. Like I'm grateful that I learned how to have thick skin because I've always been a hypersensitive empath, sensitive person who could cry on the spot and experiencing that allowed me to be like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. They're not here to support me, like in terms of like emotional support, which is really any friendship or just, (laughs) that's really the point of a friendship is not, not saying like I hyper, um, I hyper lean on friends like you have to support me I'm sad but you know friends it's just a beautiful mutual support system so they're not my support system they're not a good friend that I would have coffee with they're not a client who is looking for my mentorship or looking to enroll in my programs and courses and just learn right like they're that's not what they're not in my space to do that they're literally there to ridicule me and 
for things that don't even make sense. And so for me, it was a really beautiful experience to learn how to block that out, how to move forward from that and to still be present. There were so many things that went on in 2022 that really forced me to realize that I'm missing out on so much by worrying about the past. Like that quote that I said in the beginning of this podcast episode, I'm worrying so much about the past and too much about the future and there's no room for the right now and I'm living right now. What am I doing to enjoy this beautiful moment? In my upcoming mastermind, it is called the five figures in 60 days mastermind. It is five months long. You will have access to more of these types of conversations. We are doing weekly co-working sessions and in these working sessions i'm going to be giving you guys tasks and encouraging you to implement the trainings right then and there every single month we'll be covering four different topics there will be one on leadership and motherhood one on social media and marketing one on offers and launching and one on system and ads and during those co-working sessions slash trainings i will be telling you exactly what to implement and showing you screen sharing showing you the behind the scenes so we can work together and then i'm going to be incorporating two bi-weekly calls that are really about mindset and mental health I'm not a licensed mental health professional but i'm currently studying psychology and there's just so much beautiful conversations to be had around this topic and even just having that support system i know there's going to be so many moms and women overall struggling with their mental health i think it's really good to provide the opportunity for us to do check-ins and i feel like mental health isn't talked about enough and how beautiful it would be to be a safe space i actually wasn't originally i don't even think it's in the sales page that we are going to be doing these bi-weekly mental health and motherhood chit chats because that's not the prime focus of the mastermind but i see a need for it and it's already going to be a very beautiful and intimate space in this mastermind so i just recognizing everything that i went through in 2022 i wish there was an extra little bit of support system and so there will be bi-weekly calls that are optional so weekly co-working together calls and trainings the option to incorporate bi-weekly mental health and motherhood chit chats and then of course you get access to every single program i have ever created and then every upcoming live program which is going to be so beautiful so it's really this beautiful group mentality and i just want it to be a safe place where we can grow and i wish that i had that space in 2022 that someone actually cared about the results i was getting someone actually cared about my mental health someone cared about my motherhood journey and I just, I want everyone coming into my space feeling cared for, taken care of, and then also making a lot of money because we can have those things collectively. So I'm so grateful that you came and tuned into this episode. I know it was just a really chill chit chat, but I think a lot of people, good job, buddy. I think a lot of people can resonate to what I was saying. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast and listening all the way through. If you want to help me reach my goal of hitting a million podcast downloads by summer, I would love if you would take the time to take a screenshot of this episode, put it onto your Instagram stories and tag me at ambitious and caffeinated. I give three Starbucks gift cards away at the end of every month to thank you for helping me get here. Maybe send it to a couple of friends while you're at it. Head over to my website at ambitiousandcaffeinated.com to go take a sneak peek at any resources, programs, or courses that may be available to you. See you in the next episode.